myself that it just wasn't real and that's not the way it feels jim croce thank you sorry four beers and this fucker thinks he's sinatra shut the fuck up <laughs> let's finish the goddamn <laughs> and that's how steve died <laughs> things are finally going right i can't die now <laughs> Yourself a Happy Gen Xer, millennial. Where actually, do you fall? You know what? When I actually heard one of Claire's episodes, she was talking about where millennials fall, and I didn't realize that I, my age, actually considers my, myself a millennial. Right. It, it blew my mind because I never considered myself a millennial. You're the oldest fucking millennial that I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I always thought you millennial. You beard motherfucker. I always thought millennial was somebody that was a teenager at the turn of millennium. That's what I thought it was too. So like I thought you were 13, 14, 15 or to even like a more extreme stance anybody that was pre or post internet. Right. And I thought that's what millennial meant. Right. So people that are like 18, 19 now, maybe I consider those guys millennials. I never put that tag on me. So I didn't realize how far Gen X went back. Right. And apparently it goes right after the baby boomers, right? Right. Because I like mean, that. because they were, they were, you know, in their mid-teens to damn near 20s at the turn of 1990 for the Gen Xers. So I, I, don't, I don't like these terminologies so much. And we got to find better ones. Because what are we calling the so, kids that are like 18, <clears throat> 19 now? They're, they're still absorbed fucks. No, they're still <laughs> millennials. They're, they're the tail. That's what I'm saying is so everybody has classifications as to where they fall. Do you feel you fall into Gen X or a millennial? I don't feel like I'm a millennial at all. So do you feel you fall, fall more into I, Gen if X? If you want to give me a label, yeah. Because that, we'll that's, that's, X, that's so. the... Or I mean, is it Gen Y? I don't even know. No, so. it's Gen X. Okay. That, that's why it got so large. You had the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Then you had Gen X. Yeah. I mean, it goes from that to that. So you're talking about a very wide. I remember range. watching the premiere of fucking Star Trek: The Next Generation, 1987. Like, wow, this is and, a new show. And think about right. it. I, I am right. I am right in the middle of millennials, and I remember the same thing. That's that's why I think those those gaps get bridged a bit. So I kind of want to talk about adulting 101 a little bit. Steve, what's adulting 101? Adulting 101 is where we, in our infinite wisdom and experience, tell grown-ass people yeah. how to be grown-ass people. Well, let's go, let's go back. Let's, let's try to make a new definition. That's uh, right. Us three on this show, let's, let's make a new definition, yep. all right? I like pre-internet, post-internet. And I think that is a very good qualifier. The reason being is because I feel, born in 79, I feel I have more in common with my parents' generation than my daughter will ever have with my generation. Mm -hmm. Because beyond the technology gap of 1979 and 1949 when my parents were born, Mm -hmm. what major leaps in technology happened in those 30 years? Mm -hmm. We had space travel. Sure. um, Nuclear uh, powers and stuff like that came about. But as far as technology, such as doing a podcast on an internet and spreading... Three guys sitting in a kitchen's message across the fucking planet. In a matter of 30 seconds, we can have this episode up. Yep. That was impossible up until about 1996. Right. That's what blows my mind. So that's why I feel like anybody that's so lucky 
to have been born after the internet, it just crushes my spirit because they do not know how fucking good they have it. Absolutely. They I will never understand that you had to go somewhere to find out shit. And the problem is, they don't even bother with the knowledge that they have. They're like, whatever, fine, yeah. It, it kills me. And I'm becoming an old man. What were you the person that was just checking their Instagram a little bit earlier and saw that somebody liked your Instagram? Uh, yeah, because I post my art on Instagram. And I'm, I'm a victim of it. And I actually said in the last episode, I love my fucking cell phone. I'm addicted to it. You say the average person checks their cell phone over 250 times a day. I don't doubt it. And that is amazing to me. And I fall in that category. But, man, these things are crutches, but they're great at the same time. What do you think the chances are? forces of good and evil. Let me pop in here. Disease network, Mm -hmm. business plan, idea. We start selling (laughs) cell phones. Check it out. We start selling cell phones. Like Verizon. That are free. Okay. The way you pay for them is by watching ads. And then we sell the advertising on our cell phones to advertisers, right? What do you think, Steve? So to be able to make a call, check your Clash of Clans, check your Facebook, you have to watch this ad. You get the phone, just like Cricket. Well, I'll buy. I'll, we'll just, just go buy Cricket Mobile, right? And then you put that ad on there. Have you ever spent money on, on a phone app? Oh God, yes. Like a, a free Clash to play of Clans. Free oh, to, yes. Have you spent yes. money on? It? I've never spent one dime on. I've a phone spent app. hundreds of dollars. See that that you you fall into such a small percentage, which is amazing. It's like less than five percent of people will actually spend money on a cell phone app. I mean, that five percent. I know that's completely different uh, conversation. People, let's go back to millennials. I went on my my soapbox, but man, it kills me just the amount of technology that we have now, and it's used for Twitter wars. Let me put it like this: fingers up the butt, right? And (laughs) which we just talked about. So let me put it like this, uh, and let me pose this as a question to you maybe, Steve. Do you feel that you and I and Nick are part of the same generation? I think so, because we're we're right around there. Um, I consider myself probably more millennial than Generation X because of my, you know, work and living situation than maybe Mm -hmm. you guys do. So despite the fact that you and I are born a month apart... Um, I feel definitely further behind the adulting scale than than you are, and then certainly much farther behind Nick, who's my brother's age. Right. I I kind of feel we're all in the same bracket personally. See, I, and I, I, I feel differently. Yeah. I feel that I feel honestly after I've been thinking about it for a while and like, talked to Claire's show about it a little bit, I feel you're the tail end of Gen X, and yeah, would imagine and that I am the beginning. My generation, like me, I really feel at eighty two is really the beginning steps of, of the millennials. Yeah. I mean, if you look at me turning, like, the time that I turned, that Steve and I turned 18, it was 2000. That's the change of the We were in high school during the change of the millennia. I, I just feel that that's, I got to go through high school with internet access. All, every day I was in high school, I had internet access. I got a computer when I was in, in grade school. I didn't have one the entire time, you know. But I got to see that whole computer age Developed from nothing mm-hmm. to so you got instant, to see it actually happen to instant porn. Yeah, you know. Well, there, there was a there was a great thing that I was reading about it, and they were saying that every generation kind of doubles the its exponential growth when it comes to technology. Yeah, technology grows exponentially every four years, and they were they were citing so like let's take a look since the inception of the United States, seventeen seventy six. What was the major technological advances between 1776 and 1876? Wooden teeth. Tifus. Well, actually, they had agriculture growth, and they came up with some steam machines and stuff like that. But the leap wasn't insanely significant. If you traveled back in time from 1876 to 1776, you'd be pretty fucking familiar with the lay of the land. Oh, it's the same place, but like next Tuesday. Now, 1876 (laughs) to 1976, it would be a complete culture shock to anybody that went that hundred years into the future. They wouldn't know what to fucking do. They'd see every, like, what the hell is this? Right. Now, you put somebody in 1976 in the year 2076... I bet you it would be an even crazier shift. Like, let's take a movie, Back to the Future. 1985 to 1955, it's not, not that much shit really changed. Right. The way cars, Color TV. The way cars looked. Yeah. Now, if you really do put somebody in 2015 back to 1985, that's a better movie. 
No cell phones, no technology, the very start of video games. Bonitis. That's, that's, a, more, that's a more... My only regret is that I have bonitis. If you, if you did that, that's a far better movie. That's more of a culture shock. You put somebody 30 years back from 2015 to 1985, it's crazy. Especially somebody that's 14 years old. Yeah. Shit. It's, wait, what it's hanging out... No, like if you look at if you look at Back to the Future, 14, 15, 16 years old in high school, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Marty McFly is supposed to be. He's supposed to be, I thought he was like sixteen or something. Okay, like yeah. So well, he's got that truck. So he's oh yeah, you put a sixteen-year-old from, from twenty fifteen and nineteen. That's what I'm saying. They would shit their pants. <laughs> they wouldn't fucking know what to do. <laughs> but that would be a far better movie. But yet you take somebody from nineteen eighty-five and put them back in eighteen eighty-five, as in shit their pants. Three. They wouldn't know what to do. But at the same time. It w- even then, it was, oh, well, I kind of know about this. Not a big deal. Yeah. Like, it, that's, whereas if you take someone from 2015 and put them back in 1955, 1945, 35, you put them in 1935, you might as well be in 1835. And, and that's my point. Look right. at that 30-year jump between 85 and 2015. is incredible. Right. And you can only imagine what's going to happen in the next 30 years. So, I mean, right. to label yourself as a millennial or the end of Gen X, I mean, it's almost... Wrong. In so let me. A certain so, way. so so let me let me let me ask you this pop quiz real quick, okay? And I'm only going to hit on the good ones. So this is signs that you're an old millennial. Right. I feel that Steve and I agree the fa- to the fact that we are both old millennials. Okay. Okay. This is going to be whether you so if I recognize what you're talking about or not. For the most okay. part, yeah. So your teen clothes <laughs> probably. Were, okay. I so your, your teen clothes are wide legged jeans, sunglasses with colored lenses, and seventies revival trends. Not only did I have wide leg jeans, I owned a pair of Jenkos. Oh yeah, you got some got some Fubu upper parts. I didn't have Fubu, and I didn't have Tommy Hill, but I had Jenkos. And if anybody is familiar with Jenko jeans, oh yeah, they're basically tense. So you're a juggalo. You <laughs> no, 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 no. Jenko was pre juggalo. God damn it! <laughs> they just adopted it. Yes, they, they took uh, it from everybody else. They were, they were well, dumb Zumbas. If I remember that style, the Genko jeans and the the like the baseball looking seventy shirts on chicks was extremely hot. Uh-huh. That, it was that. Let's was, let's keep going. Let's keep that going. Was like ninety three to ninety four, oh, that so look was just like so. So, so one out of one so far. You're an old millennial. Well, like, so, in, in the seventies, they had the bell bottoms. It's just a variation of that. Sure. I mean, so number two, you learned a lot about sex from the Monica Lewinsky scandal. I did not have sexual intercourse. You remember watching learned, the O.J. Simpson I learned, trial? I learned what the definition of um, is, is. Yes, I, I watched the Bill Clinton trial. I watched the O.J. Simpson trial. Did you watch? I, I remember, I I remember watching Live. Desert Storm on, yeah. on TV. I watched it on that? CNN. Yep. I was, I was, the 1991. America Online was your middle school life. I, had, I still have my same screen name. I, I, and I fell into a category. There's a few people that still have their same screen names. J.J. Abrams still uses an AOL address. I found out. And there's, a, I think, Steven Spielberg. So I'm like, okay, that's a company I want to keep. I'm not getting my fucking AOL address. And what was Pearl, your first one? Uh, my first one was T-Prol, and it was named after my brother. Oh. So it was his, and I still have that account. I just don't look at it. Okay. But N-Prol I still use, and I've had that account since 96. Nice. So. My, first, my first AOL was Riker1717 at AOL.com. Nerd. You're nerd. a fucking nerd. nerd. You're a fucking Nerd. No one likes you. Point no Dexter. one likes you. Star Trek. You wrote about it on Zanga Live Journal or the site that you built out of HTML on GeoCities or Angel Fire. Never had a GeoCities or Angel Fire. Site. I had yeah. four of each. Never. I had a, I had a you, do, can you still look them up? No, they're dead. not all dead. No, that's wrong. sad. Yeah. You went to see Titanic multiple times in the theater because that's what everybody did. Okay. So we had this conversation on our show about how many times you've seen a movie. Yes, a that was a great conversation. And that uh, was good. Joe's buddy Ted saw Star Wars. It's now up to 28. 27. He saw 28. Okay. Was, we talked about it was 26. And I was to think about it, like, had I seen any movie more than once in a theater? I saw Phantom Menace twice, and I saw, and I th- thought about it, I saw something about Mary twice. Okay. I wanted to talk about this so bad. I was hoping this was going to come up at some point. And I did see the Titanic once. I remember the movies. There, there are two movies that I saw multiple times in the theater. Avengers, I went... Good flick to see twice. Four times, I think, and saw Avengers. Well, we took the kids the first time, because I wanted my kids to experience it. It's fair if you're a parent, you get the... the, Then Claire and I went by ourselves to go see it. Then we took the family again, and then we took the family again. Okay? The other movie I saw multiple times in the theater, which I think is a 
this it doesn't this is more of like honorable mention doesn't really count because it was a dollar fifty show <laughs> was Scream. I saw Scream no less than fourteen times fourteen times in the theater. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen in the theater. God damn it. Sorry, I thought that monkey was like the hatchet man from the Juggalos. I thought you, no. yeah, sorry, no. you got a Juggalo just, sticker on your foot. We we used to go to on uh, at youth group at church. We would get done at like eight thirty on a Wednesday night. And you saw Scream after your youth group so, at church. Oh, I was trying to hook it up with somebody, bro. So we went to go see <laughs> the Dollar Hey, no one else can story. make you scream. <laughs> My dick. My dick. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, <laughs> you didn't get your first cell phone until you were 16 or older. That's uh, a sad story. Fair. Uh, Fact. So, when I was 16, I held out for the longest of everyone I know as far as cell phone goes. I don't think I had my first real flip phone. Tell the story to Steve while I pee. Until it was like 22. Beer? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I had a brick phone, but not the brick phone that they have from, not like, uh, not like, not like Wall cycle. Street. Not like Wall Street. Not like American Psycho. I had the bag brick phone. Oh, wow. So there was a battery that was basically the size of Jared's laptop. Yep. And then there was this phone, and I had it plugged into my car. And I had it all throughout Lewis. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're talking 97 through 2001. You had it at Lewis? Yeah, I had it at Lewis. You old motherfucker. So my brick bag phone, it saved me on a couple occasions, and I rarely <laughs> used it because... The buttons were very bad, and you had to, like, press really hard in order to get two, six, fuck you phone. And if you didn't do it right the first time, it just went... Yeah, I think I had, uh, I got my first cell phone when I was about 18 when I bought my car to start commuting to college, and I think I had a pager a year before that. Mm. Beep, 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 beep. Do you know all the pager codes? Not one One, four, three was I love you. Nope, didn't know. And, yeah, one four three was I love you, and uh, there was God damn it, there was a bunch of pager codes, man. Yeah. Well, while Nick tries to figure those out, and while Jared's hey, getting beer, uh, I we want to give uh, shout outs to our wonderful audience who responded to my Facebook post. So what was your post, Steve? Thank you, Jason Miller and Hi. Summer and Brendan, for liking my post and getting your shout outs. What's the question? Question is, do you like Nick Prohl, yes or no? <laughs> is that really the fucking question? No, it's not the fucking question, clown. <laughs> I would have been like, no! Ten times no! All right. I'll read it. Hold on. Something Gate Season 2 starts recording now. Sound off for... Oh, it's just a shout-out thing. Yeah. Oh. So I'm thanking our loyal listeners for being loyal. Hey, Claire Bear, what's Hi. up? Nothing much. How you doing? So, uh, you remember when this video came out and how controversial it was? Not only do I remember when that video came out, he's looking at, uh, Hit Me Baby, I just sang it fucking a few seconds ago. Uh, Hit Me Baby, uh, One More Time by Britney Spears was such a hit that we decided to do it for karaoke. And I told this Jonah story before. Yes, we did. <laughs> On our show that we made Allison Brightchrist dress up like Britney Spears for this, and we thought it would be the funniest thing in the world for Jonah to hit her every time she sang the chorus. How did that work out? It worked out great. Until? Until. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually a video of it. I mean, you couldn't do that routine today. I mean, people laugh. It's games until someone breaks their nose. Oh my god, that poor woman. So number 12, you played Oregon Trail in elementary school. Fuck yeah. I I didn't play Oregon Trail. Actually, Oregon Trail is uh, something Allison played a lot. Okay, fair so, enough. So, yeah, she played tons yeah. of that. Your books you were Berenstein Bears, Berenstein Bears, Babysitter's Club, and Goosebumps. I had them all, but the Bernstein Bears is probably the only one that I really remember. So I never read Babysitter's Brown. Club. I never read Goosebumps. She, she, but that's two. Allison, she's 1982. Yeah. So she yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So Daredevil, I mean Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> Jesus, Double Dare. I don't recall that yeah. episode D- Double of Dare, Bernstein Dare, Bears. T- Double Dares, TGIF, Carmen Sandiego, Bill Nye. Oh, fucking Carmen. The Double Sandiego. Dare with Mark Summer is still one of my favorite kid shows of all time. But I still remember they were giving away like a Geo. As the grand prize, <laughs> like a new Geo valued at $7,900. And I'm like, oh, these kids in this family is going batshit over this Geo. You guys, it's a Geo. Even, even then, as a kid, I'm like, that's a shitty car. Your, mo- your mom hated Marilyn Manson? No, she didn't know who he was. And Marilyn Manson is 1993-4-5. I mean, that's... What was your what was your music sharing software? Was it Napster, LimeWire? Oh, I had I had Napster before Napster was before Napster was shut down. I had LimeWire. Uh, there when was a couple other stirs. 
Oh yeah, I still have WinApp. I I literally have WinApp on my computer. I've got some work. bad news for you so far, Nick. I listen to something gate on WinApp. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have an iPad Mini? No, no. I it's Chloe's got an iPad. That's not millennial. An iPad Mini? Yeah. An iPad or an iPod? Pod. Okay, that's different. Pod. iPod. Uh, no, I never. I never had the iPod Mini. You watched American Pie with your high school friends and felt super scandalous. Did you feel at that time that you were like, oh my Scandal. god, the guy fucked the pie? It was funny as shit, <laughs> right. but I mean, I didn't feel like, oh, were you? Well, you were. You were I have the vapors. I'm so scared. <laughs> you, but when when American, this is one of the things. Was like, like I have you, ideas. Yeah, so I'm gonna go home and fuck a pie. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds delicious. <laughs> I was waiting for it. You little pie. Let's go to the bakery after the recording. But you were in college when American Pie came out, right? 97, right? I so it was so, either yeah. senior year or, yeah. or beginning of Lewis, yeah. You remember the frenzy when the Princess Diana Beanie Baby came out? That fucking purple bear is worth a lot of money, dude. <laughs> oh my god, no, you have no idea. My mom worked for Hallmark. Did you During get one? the whole Beanie Baby craze. Vicious. Adult women going fucking throwing elbows and shit over this stuff. You guys want to shame me real quick? Yes. You can shame me real shame. quick. I got a story. Shame. I got a story if you want to hear one. Yes. Here's some, here's, some, Come on. here's some shame. So I thought it would be a good idea to give a to bouquet of flowers to one of the girls I was dating. But instead of flowers... <laughs> You did a bouquet of Beanie Babies? I did a bouquet of Beanie Babies. <laughs> Let's just say it did not go over <laughs> as expected. You were never allowed to fuck anything else again. I thought it was very cute. Apparently, I did not know the ways of women, and she would have much preferred stinky roses. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> she could save and sell for lots more money later. Actually... I had, um, there were the mini Beanie Babies, too. The ones that they were giving out at McDonald's. I oh, bought. Oh, no. Because you couldn't get the regular Beanie Babies because of the frenzy he was talking about. So I went to a fucking, the Rock and Roll McDonald's in Oak Brook Mall. Yeah. I bought 20 Happy Meals just so I could get 20 Beanie Did Babies. Did you eat the cheeseburgers? Fuck no. I gave them to homeless people. Was, <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, they were there. Very altruistic Gary, of you. Tom. <laughs> Gary, Tom. Gary, too. Cornelius. <laughs> Old James. Old James. <laughs> My name is have we, have we ever told that story on the podcast? We have. Yes, yeah, we have. it's one of my all-time. You favorite. joined Facebook when it was just for college students and had this weird guy on. I it. was in Facebook in '09, so yeah, I, I way way past the. You had a Blockbuster membership card. Yes, I got one really late. Like, right as the store was dying, I finally got <laughs> I was late to the game with Blockbuster. <laughs> Let me get on this shit. <laughs> no, so just like a baby boomer showing up as it dies. They had the Blockbuster right next to the Buffalo Wild Wings by the yeah. pool. Yeah, and I got it, like, one year before the Blockbuster oh went God. under. I'm like, oh. Did well. you have a Subway Club stamp card with the stamps on it? No. I had the, uh, there was an ice cream shop that did that. Do you remember, uh, remember Homestar Runner? They just came up with an update. Homestar Runner and Strong Bad. Oh, I took a ticket email. Every time, hope it's from a female. It's not from a female. All right, so you take it to consummate bees. That's a pretty good Strong Bad. Oh, the first email is from Nicholas Pro. They just came out with an update. I was like surprised. It was awesome. I was very excited about that. We'll give him some wings in case he's a wingling dragon. Winging his dragon. All right, what else you got? You shed a tear while watching the last episodes of Friends and Seinfeld. Nope. Never watched Friends. Uh, we discussed I. that plenty of times. Uh, this last episode of Seinfeld, the show is amazing. That show sucked. So I don't shed a tear for something that's bad. Fair <laughs> enough. You're yeah. the last part of your generation yeah, to remember life. Be- You're the last part of your generation to remember life before the internet, smartphones, emojis, texting, and being connected 24-7. I, we discussed that before we even got so, to this list. So, so yeah. specifically, though, this is number 45. You're the last part of your generation to remember life before the internet, smartphones, emojis, texting, and being connected. So, the last part of my generation. No, I think you guys, actually, you're both younger than me. You remember life before that. Which is which? I think this, so, is, I think this is the thing that dictates where the millennials is. That's what I'm saying. I don't like those labels because it really should be pre and post internet because that really is the bridging of the gap right. between a technology. Is the, is the beginning of yes, we discussed in anger anger of Nick. 
Don't like these labels. These labels are wrong. So this this adulting 101 wasn't so much about you know how to be anything specific, but this is just kind of talking about where we all fall into our lives as it is. You know, just like where we fall into adult life as adults. Can, can I rewind for a second? Absolutely. You know, you know, I went on my soapbox about that shit. You so know, what you want to do is interject. Yeah, I would like to interject. I'm going to go on a, another soapbox against Nick Pro. All right, because that's, I really want to know why yeah, you have a penis on your yeah, shirt. This, I've been looking at the penis oh, on your shirt. Oh, that's not the penis. Day. That's the Imperial Guard. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at that. It's been, it's been so up there. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I just wanted to see my head breaking your shirt. No, let's, let's, let's reverse it on me. I said, oh, look at all these spoiled I'll bastards it on. that that's what he do asks not. Let's yeah. reverse it. Oh, so. Today, you peg me. All right. <laughs> just tell me before you do the thing. Yeah, he's got his lungs. You know, as long as there's like CNN. Give me a heads up. Updates. Come on. <laughs> Here it comes. I used the Casey and Amy reference. And then you will be soon. So, um, I was at Mallrats. It's Mallrats. Uh, I give shit to that side of the group because they don't appreciate what I feel is like magic. All right? This, this shit is magic. He just fed him peanut butter. That's it. Yeah, and he didn't even know. He didn't give him any bread. <laughs> just, just, just two spoons in a jar. Rub your fingers in this and put it in your mouth. Yeah, these aren't spoons. These are plastic knives. You Daddy is the funnest. <laughs> <laughs> they put the little Hershey syrup in. The, yeah, it's a spread. Um, look, look what we got. Like even the people that grew up in my era, indoor plumbing. Look at like there was a time traveler and be like motherfucker you don't know how good you have it I, I remember people going used to, my, to die at thirty I remember going to my gra- I remember going to my grandparents house you know, having to use the outhouse yeah, that's what I'm saying like, I have been there how much shit I give that side of it I'm sure the prior generation will be like you know what my my dad and my mom she was still alive they would say to me like you know what you think you have a lot in common with our generation but you <laughs> don't we used to have dial up yes <laughs> hold on. I thought you meant a rotary phone. Because if you fuck it up, you gotta go all the way back to nine. No! And then, then you get like seven <laughs> numbers into the ten number long distance going. God like, forbid there's a zip code. Fuck! I hit six instead of. No. Tim! How do you work this home? That's why you just. Tim! Zero! <laughs> Operator! I lived in a town where we only. Can you help me digits. make this call? <laughs> you, you grew up near Winnebago. Good song. Yeah, so I drive by that song, bitch. The number on the matchbook is old and faded. My dad got married in Elizabeth in 2005. At the Little White Church. The Little White Church is now a steakhouse, I believe. My dad actually used to do... A guy said he knew well and sometimes hated. Prior to that. Oh, okay. Um, probably from like 1998. Isn't that the like, way they say it goes? That's nuts. Well, let's forget right. all that. Oh, give me a number so you can find it. So hey. I can call just to tell her I'm fine and to show. That's how you're going to end the show. Come the flow. This I mean, to take it well. This, I this is what wish we're doing. My words could just convince myself that it just wasn't real. And that's not the way it feels. Jim Croce. Thank you. Sorry. Four beers and this fucker thinks he's Sinatra. Shut the fuck up. Let's finish the goddamn <laughs> And that's how Steve died. <laughs> Things are finally going right. I can't die now. Oh. So, here's, I want to do two things for White and Nerdy. Steve, what is White and Nerdy? Uh, white and Nerdy is where we are white. And I don't think I ever came up with that God, I'm so sorry. This. That's fantastic. That's fine. So, it's where we let our flag fly. That's absolutely correct. So, nerds. That's true. So, Nick Prohl? Yeah. What did you think about Deadpool? You, you and I... Are you and I and Claire are the three of the four people at the table that have seen I, this? I movie. talked about it with, with Luke. I actually saw it. I thought it was a lot more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. I like I went in that movie with low expectations because um, I I've, I've always liked Deadpool. I was not a Deadpool bandwagon guy at right. all. I, I just sold his first appearance for an awesome amount of money, which was great. Profit. <laughs> 
New Mutants 98, bitches. That is one of the most overpriced comics on the... There's like 300,000 of those things floating around. 300,000. What was your profit margin? I spent $5 on it. And what did you sell it for? I sold it for 260 So, fuck yeah. And I didn't even have a grade, so fuck you. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I sold my entire 1 to 67... Not Sorry, not 1, I'm sorry. 11 to 67 run of The Walking Dead for. Oh, Jared, you got, you got fondled on that deal. You got fleeced, my friend. You got fleeced. Go back in time. Get him back. Unworn, unworn <laughs> finger in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. As I pointed out to Luke, the movie was great, and I laughed out loud, and there are several comedic elements that I'd never seen in a movie before. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like spoiling the movie, but if you're... Quick spoiler, the credits, just the opening of the movie. Oh, yeah. Fantastic! I was like, "Wow, that is great." I've never seen somebody do that and just rip on the producers. And yeah, by the way, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I always said it. I said it. Whatever. So, I said that this movie needs a group audience in order to appreciate the laughs. I think more than if you were just watching. You would not enjoy it as much by yourself as you would. I think you need fellow nerds to enjoy that movie. You you sit around and you giggle, but if I, I was watching it by myself. I don't think my laughs would have been nearly as big. I was sitting next to Jonah and my brother Andrew, and I was right. like, oh, all of us got the joke. Right. And we were like, oh, that's great. <clears throat> but, you know, if, if it's the same movie and I'm chilling by myself, I'd probably chuckle, Jiggle. but wouldn't be nearly as hearty. I thought, with me, I thought the movie was a perfect, it's honestly. Perfect interpretation of the character? Absolutely. That's oh, what I was going to oh, say. I thought you were going that right. Let me, just, let me oh. say what I was going to say. No. So you, no, stop interjecting, in mouth. Nick. Oh, I thought you were taking. Is this what it feels like? One. No. So, <laughs> I thought the Avengers did a very good job of portraying a comic book on film. Okay, mm-hmm. and they have. I love the things that happened there. The Deadpool movie has what is the prototype, in my opinion, of how to take a comic book and go and put it on on screen. That being said... It's got big hand motions. That being said, I feel the movie lacked depth, which is inherent to the Deadpool comic. Yeah. Which is fine. I, and I'm okay with it. What I'm, You know, I, I talked to a lot of people the day after, and they're like, oh my gonna, god, it was the greatest movie. You're not going like, to get I'm the like, Infinity War with Deadpool. Right. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, whoa. I said, they're like, they're like, it was the greatest comic movie. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, settle down. I'm not saying that's not good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I would pay money to see the movie again. So that oh, wow. I would see yeah. it in the theater again. You're going to buy it? Uh, you said ab, and then you said slide. So I'm, let me put it like this: I will buy it on DVD. I will not buy it to where my kids can run a chance of watching it. I'm just going to pirate it. That's what I'm going to do. Sell down there, kid. <laughs> we don't we don't pirate our movies. We pirate our software and our music. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't want to take it too far. So I thought it was a fantastic. I, I really enjoyed it. I I was able to watch a movie and just kind of go, this is fun. And I really, really enjoyed the movie. The Steve I, He has not. He's yeah. boycotting the movie. Oh, why? Why the boycott? Um, I have never been a fan of the Deadpool character, so I refuse to be, you know, associated with the bandwagon. I don't like Deadpool. I don't like Ryan Reynolds. <gasps> I don't like this caricature Jar Jar Binks character invading my universe of comic book movies that has fought so hard to become an established medium. If you want to do an R-rated superhero film, you've got that with Blade. And I think that those movies, despite So you think this is a parody of superhero? It is is the jackass of the superhero genre. And it doesn't fit anywhere in the X-Men universe. It doesn't fit in the Marvel universe. And it's just a one-off cash grab, and I refuse to participate in it. I, I, I understand your concerns based on if I had never seen it. And I would say, you know what, Steve's probably got a good point. After seeing it, it's none of those things. I, I, no, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's a cash I think grab. I think your points are completely Completely legit. valid and legit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it is not a Jar Jar Binks-esque character. As a matter of fact, the story is... As basic as the story is. Oh, yeah. It's, and it is about as basic as a superhero's mad tries to rescue girl from a bad guy. That's what the story ends up being. There's a lot of heart in this goddamn movie for being a fourth-wall-breaking sociopath. I mean, it's a love story when it comes down to it. 
It really is. I really disagree with you on you that. You really? I do. Because they, they, they have do. beats in that movie that seem very it's sincere. Not, it It's not a love story to me because of the fact it, of it being a... Are you going to base it off the rest of the comics? Yeah, obviously, no, if you know the no, characters, then I know, shit I know changes. The but... and, I, and I know Wade Wilson's war. And like, I mean, mm. trust me, I, I, I understand the character mm-hmm. very well. But this movie, the art, I'm <clears throat> sorry, the, the thing he, that I, he got the Klim. thing that I found that I liked him a lot is that Deadpool, Wade Wilson, needs something to survive. He, he cannot live in a vacuum. He can't live in something without a purpose or something to do. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for this moment, it was get girl. Well, you, you, that was so, based on his human persona. Obviously, things will change if they continue down the plot points of the comics. So. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, is like I don't feel so much of it. Feel it's a love story. I feel that it's a. And he's 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 a soldier of fortune, right? He needs a mission. He always needs a mission. So I think it's a excellent plot device and something that's required. I don't think he loves that girl. Well, I don't. I, I kind of got the whole Phantom of the Opera vibe from it, you know. Like, fair enough. Yeah, see, I'd that's kind that. of like I'd give you that. It's a classic story. Yeah, I'm give hideous. You that. And and I'll quote Adam: How does Ryan Reynolds look like fucking Freddy Krueger and still is more attractive than me? That fucking blows he's not. He's my... not. He's not prettier than you. Oh, dude, that boy is pretty. He's if not I was gay, he'd get a, he'd get he'd get the tongue in the dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys don't like that, Kim. <laughs> That's a handsome dude, man. I, I, I you got to respect. Like how, when you see somebody like, God damn it! You know how handsome he is. He can play three fucking superheroes <laughs> and pick which one he wants to be and do them all badly. Uh, I I don't think he doesn't. Do, uh, this one he, he doesn't was, do badly. He was a. Uh, it was a. Again, I was surprised because again, I went in very very. Did you go in with like ready to hate it? Well, I wasn't going to go see it. I had no intention really? of seeing the movie. Like I wasn't going to go to the theater and see this movie. I was going to wait till Jonah. Is the only reason that I went to go see this movie. He's like, hey, you know, come see the movie with me. He bought my ticket. So I'm like, can't quit him. Can't quit Jonah. I can't quit you. Yeah, I thought. That's a good conversation. Great movie. Yeah. Um, Greatest superhero movie by far. No. Uh, As far as. Thank you. It being. um, I thought you were about ready to say something I was going to say. As far as it being an embarrassment and taking away from a genre that has been working its way to establish itself as a, a medium that is respected. I don't think it takes away from that medium whatsoever. After seeing this movie, I agree with I, you. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think I think it found its uh, like it's his own niche. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm say. I, look, it doesn't doesn't go. Oh, hey, I'm what a superhero comic should be, and blah blah. He goes, this is what that you know. It's like Hitch, right? It's like the movie Hitch. Like this is this is me. <laughs> this is my jam. Well, I'm not over there. That's this is my jam. Hitch reference of this the episode. This is me. And hopefully, <laughs> that's all last. it is. Right there. Hey, that's, that's Kevin James in hey, Hitch. Is that wow. he's like I'm gonna live over here, do but your thing. I'm gonna do mine. You get you get what I'm saying. And again, right. I agree I, with I you. think I'm fairly objective, especially when it comes to superhero movies. I mean, I don't fawn over them. I love the medium so much. And uh, you know, it's funny because I was listening to one of your guys' episodes where Summer's going batshit over Civil War. <laughs> I was. I was saying, Can you tell me how wrong she was? No, I'm. Just, she was. Screaming at the top of her lungs about Civil War, and I'm just thinking, I hope I never do an adaptation of my comic because Summer's gonna fucking hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thinking, like, she's gonna write a blog and shit. She's gonna have a petition. (laughs) This is not true to the church material. Dork County Civil War, (laughs) dedicated to Summer (laughs) Corn. I gotta say, real quick on the whole white nerdy thing. Um, I was super stoked to finally be portrayed in comic book form. Yeah, hey, you're there. Good <laughs> Thank time. you so much. No problem. If that nothing else ever happens. I, I portrayed uh, portrayed Steve in a hidden comic. Did you get that? Um, I, I sent you a message. Oh, I don't think so. I sent you a letter. Like, Holy shit! Like I, I've oh, I was wondering if he got the message. Uh, apparently, he didn't. Was I, it in a bottle? No, message in a I sent him an old-fashioned letter. A what? Uh, the original time I drew Jared was a uh, 
and I believe that was the was it God? No, God. He God hates cameras. God hates cameras. God hates cameras. That's and Jared's one of the picketers in the in the picture. <laughs> I was in that. Yes, yeah. Because well, I was making one of his. And I put a Robin stand. logo on you. Yeah. So you dirty cock <laughs> sucker. No, Jared. The thing was, is he was doing his comic strips about the Westboro Baptist. That's Church, what it was. And they were at a Starbucks, and he looked like one of the patrons in the Starbucks. I was like, "That's you. What are you doing?" Hanging around that's what it was. And okay. I was like, "He's like, that's not me." I was like, "Totally you, not you, or not me." Yes, it's you. And then he writes. He does this real quick one, and they're protesting, and they're just holding a sign that says "God hates cameras." God hates cameras, and I'm like, I, I want that sign. And I sent it to you. Oh, I have not seen it. If it's gotten to me, you sent it to the wrong address. No, right? I, I texted him for his address too. That was in you. Huh. I, I don't go through. And my mail there much. is there is another drawing inside of that drawing, and it said, "I would have asked for cash." <laughs> so since I, I don't ask for that. anything else than original drawing, well, it looks like I got to make Steve a third drawing. <laughs> well, let me go through my mail. Yeah, go. I don't. Uh, I, don't I believe it actually says Steve. Part so at the end of White and Nerdy, here's what I wanted. So I've noticed that on you're going to get a disease. You guys like to do games. As wait till you hear the next episode. I can't wait yeah, to hear. It. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. But you guys like to do games, and right now I have two of my front most. High level authorities when it comes to Nintendo. this has got to be a very long episode. <laughs> it's gonna be two episodes. <laughs> right, it's I, not I, gonna be two episodes because I'm lazy. Hold your shot at me. You, you vamp with Steve. Oh, vamp I mean tug each other up. No dick holing. <laughs> no, <laughs> all the dick holing. <laughs> Start that lawnmower. Cam. <laughs> the end of White Nerdy. Here is uh, a Nintendo Entertainment System quiz. All right. From Mario to Zelda, the Nintendo Entertainment System games. Zelda. Always Zelda. Correct. <laughs> Which two games originally sold the NES system when it was released in 1985? Super Duck Mario Hunt. Brothers Super and... Mario Hold on. Yeah, sorry. It's multiple choice. Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, Gyromite and Duck Hunt, or Tetris and Mega Man? Hold on a second. It's definitely not Tetris and Mega Man. Uh, it's Super it's, Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. It's Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, but the thing is, that was a later release... The NES control deck came out separately before it was packaged with Super Mario Brothers. And then there was the Rob the Robot set, which came with Gyromite. So, I'm expanding the nerd. This te- Who fucking wrote this? Give me, let, me, <laughs> let me write a blog to this fucking asshole that doesn't know what he's talking about. But Super Mario Duck Hunt, basically. Motherfucker. No, it's Gyromite and Duck Hunt. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's wrong. True or false, both Legend of Zelda and its sequel were, came with a gold-colored cartridges when they were false. released. <laughs> and the initial release? I want to both, say, listen to the question. Yeah, yeah. Both the Legend of Zelda and its sequel came with gold-colored, gold-colored cartridges when they were released. Yes. True. And I have both to prove it. True. As a team. True. It's false. It's true. Absolutely true. 100%. It's true. Yeah. True or false? Zelda from the classic NES game is named after Zelda Fitzgerald. True. No. Oh, yeah, actually, that is true. Yeah, you're right. True. It is true. Zelda is indeed named after Zelda Fitzgerald, wife of writer F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, true. And true or false? Simon Williams' daughter is Zelda named, is named Zelda after, after Zelda. Zelda. True or false? You can make it all the way to the final boss in The Legend of Zelda without ever finding Link's sword. True. That's true, but you can't beat him. While difficult, it is possible to beat the original Zelda game without the sword. Have you ever oh, done it? However... You'll need the sword. You can't, you can't hit him. That is this, So this statement itself is wrong. No, you can get to you him, get to but you cannot beat the game. This, this statement says, while difficult, it's possible to beat the original Zelda game without the sword. However, you, you'll need to, the sword to beat Ganon in the final boss. Yeah, you can't, you can't physically beat him because you have to use a sword to stab him the one time right. and shoot him with the arrow. Yep. So, yeah, but the swordless challenge has been around for a long right. time. What mystical object is Link searching for in The Legend of Zelda? Triforce. I can't would be Jaws. <laughs> Next question, please. That is a stupid question. Yeah, just, yeah. Stupid. How many copies of... Oh, by the way, it's Triforce if anybody's stupid. <laughs> so, how many copies of the NES version of Super Mario Brothers did Nintendo sell? 40 million, 400 million, or 4 billion? 40 million. Correct. Who is the big boss that Mario must defeat in the original Super Mario Brothers? Luigi, Bowser, or Ganon? Uh... Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's a stupid question. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Luigi. Don't you? Don't, this question is kind of universal now. I mean, Mario's been around for thirty years. The Bowser's pretty much a household name, right? Right. Mario's more recognizable than Mickey Mouse. 
Right. So that, that's been proven years ago. So I would imagine Bowser. That's a stupid. Okay. Now here's get the bloggers. Stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid goddamn question. <laughs> well, here's one for you, Nick. Then we'll just we'll just. All right, off. let's go for it. Why does Donkey Kong kidnap Mario's girlfriend in the Donkey Kong franchise? Pauline? Yes. I thought he was just going for the nookie, to be honest with you, but I'm not positive. Is it all about the cookie? According to, according to the manual, Mario or Donkey Kong was Mario's pet who was abused by Mario and took off with his girlfriend. Those Peter people are going to be pissed. I get, by the way, on a separate topic, I saw Pixels. It was fun. Oh, he likes Pixels. The nephews watched Pixels. Pixels was was fun. It was hilarious. Pixels was good. I like Adam Sandler. I like video games. I like my eight, like my eight and four bit video games. It was good. I thought it was okay. I didn't see it. I'm just saying. It was a chuckle. It's on. It's on the on demand. I will eventually watch it. It's on the on demand. I'm not lining up. The oh, gotta cue this up for later. (laughs) Someone beat Super Mario Brothers in less than five minutes. That's absolutely true. Fact. How many different playable characters are in Super Mario Bros. 2? 1, 2, or 4? I'm holding up 4 for the that podcast. That is correct. That is correct. Mario, Luigi, Well, okay. Two. Let's be fair. It's the Super Mario Bros. 2 American version. Because the, uh, the Japanese version is only not two Super playable Mario. characters. And it is called Super Mario Bros. 2. See? This guy. Fuck your blog. Guy. Fuck this guy. Hate him. What is this princess? Yeah. <laughs> really? This is my Mac. What is the princess special talent in Super Mario Brothers 2? She can hover. She licks the dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> and she's bedazzled down there. That's a talent. She does sparkle when she's She flying. does sparkle. What year did Super Mario Brothers 3 come out on NES? 1988, 1990 in the United States. The third Mario game for NES hit shelves in 1988 and won sell more than 17 million copies. Where does the final stage of each of the first seven worlds take place in Super Mario Bros. 3? In a castle, in the water, in an airship. Where does the final stage? Yes. Airship. Super Mario Bros. 3 is airships. Airships. In the first seven worlds, Mario must hop aboard an airship and defeat the one of the Koopalings. In the final level, he takes on Bowser himself. In the castle. What animal does Mario turn into when he finds the Super Leaf? That's a stupid question. Moving on. He got a tail. How fucking raccoons fly is beyond me. What extra power does Mario get from a tanuki suit? He can turn to stone and is invincible. It turns into an awesome statue. And you can kill a thwomp with that, too. What did the Koopaling steal to conquer the kingdoms in Super Mario Brothers? Because they're Harry Potter wannabes. Every fucking one of them. I'm a British Koopaling. I should, I, should, I should totally put in the fucking snake flip here. That is the title of the episode. Is British Koopaling. <laughs> nope. Old Millennials. <laughs> I've been playing this shit for too long, Kim. Kim! Oh. <laughs> Tell me more about a Koopalink! How does Uncle Scrooge attack enemies in the NES version of DuckTales? With his cane, the pogo stick attack, right? Pogo stick. Yeah. Uncle Scrooge can use his cane to pogo onto enemies and destroy them. How many Mega Man, Mega Man games were made for the NES? Six. For the NES were one through six. Yep. Nintendo released six different Mega Man games, which Wait, were notoriously difficult. Was Mega to Man Soccer out for the NES no, too? Super NES. It just only came. I thought yeah. they did a, a co-version thing. No. Okay. Which NES? Was a trick question. Oh, okay. this is a stupid question, but I'll give it to you. Softball, even more than the other ones that you're saying are easy. All right. Which NES game starred Samus Aran? That's really <laughs> yeah. That's a chick. Holy shit! I thought it was masturbating to a man. This is bullshit. <laughs> what arcade game did Doctor Mario mimic? Tetris. Boom. I'm not like the best part about this is. Granted, at the same time, these aren't super hard questions. Like as you, like, these are not. I, I got, I'm at 100 percent right now. That's pretty you. Are, I'm actually at 110 because this guy. No, because you <laughs> argue with the, no, no, you argue with the first one. Yeah. The gyromite duck hunt. So what you're saying is you're right and he's wrong. I'm right. Fuck this dude. Uh, it's not gyromite duck hunt? Fuck him in the ear. It's not gyromite duck hunt. Actually, the first NES console release was the control deck and it was solo. It did not come with a game. So I can even say... <laughs> That's a bullshit. The question, yeah. the question <laughs> was... It didn't come with a game. No, the question was that came with a game. I seriously doubt it. I thought it was uh, gyromite by itself. What role-playing game released in 1989 was a precursor to Final Fantasy? A, a Dragon uh, Warrior? Uh, Dragon Knight. Well, Dragon Warrior or Dragon Quest. So Dragon, Dragon Quest 
Dragon Warrior. Hold on. Yeah, Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior known as Dragon Quest in Japan. Yeah. A similarity to the role-playing game Final Fantasy. Here's another little pro tip. I got Dragon Warrior free with a subscription to Nintendo, Nintendo Power, Power, baby. Now that is your $50. That's how you know you're an old-ass millennial. That's right. Nintendo what did players of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles need to collect to restore their Fucking health? Fucking in thousands of hours of patience. Fuck that game. <laughs> yeah, that game sucks, but it was pizza. <laughs> pizza. In the 1989 NES version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles allowed players to get uh, to play as four turtles they required to collect them, have them collect pizza to restore their health. God, you're what happened? Defuse the goddamn minds in that game. And the fucking I never beat that game. Never beat the game. No, you can't beat that game. The game is yeah. impossible to defeat. What but happens when Arthur? What happened when Arthur took his Arthur Goblin lost his armor? <laughs> Which NES game stars Simon Belmont? Uh, <laughs> Castle Strange Castle, 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 Castle Metroid. Who lives in Maniac Mansion? Oh, the, the, I never played Maniac Mansion. That's one of the few ones that I, that was a PC game for LucasArts, right? No, it's a Nintendo game. No, 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 but it was on PC first, and they ported yeah, it to the NES. Correct, it was a yeah, um, LucasArts game. Yes. Uh, was it the Tentacle or the something like that? That was the second game. The but the, 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 the Who Lives in Maniac Mansion. I don't know. It's, it's, it's I don't a, know this one. This one I get a, a negative score. Who, who was it? Job of the Hub. So I'll give you options. All right. Simon Belmont? Nope. The Edison Family? Or Dave Miller? Don't know. I Edison, Edison, Edison Family, maybe? Edison Family is correct. Hey! NES, you're still 100%. Default! Default! <laughs> the NES game features characters named Rash, Pimple, and Zitz. The Battletoads. Rash, Pimple, and Zitz, a.k.a. the Battletoads, attempted to... Ba- a.k.a. Dark we Queen. really, really, really wish we were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and it's never going to happen. <laughs> How many games were available when the NES launched in the U.S. in October of 1985? That is a great question. I want to say, yeah, it's got to be 15 because they had baseball. Let's go through the list. Baseball. Okay. Pinball. Uh, hockey wasn't out yet. Ice hockey wasn't out yet. Uh, uh, the original Zelda came out in 87, so that didn't launch with it either. So pinball, hockey, uh, pinball, baseball, baseball, golf, golf, Mario and Duck Hunt. Mario Bros. Mario mm-hmm. Duck Hunt. So that's six. Gyromite. I'm counting seven, but I think it's closer to 12. So here's the option. Five. 17 or 76. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go closer to the lower end and say that those other games were released maybe a week or two later. Yeah, so I'm going to say five. Say five at launch. 17. Mm. Does it make Does it give you the list? It does not. See, I thought it was 12 because I knew there was a bunch of those black-covered uh, cartridges, yeah. like the, the black boxes with just the small 8-bit <laughs> graphic on it. Like, that's the name Golf. of your game. Golf. Yeah. <laughs> Golf. Well, they were trying to mimic, you know, they're trying to mimic the arcade. Yeah. So you did. You, there was not another golf oh, game. It was I didn't think golf. Donkey Kong was out in the original batch. You know, they ported a lot of their arcade hits yeah. at the same time. So. Yeah. Which of the following titles was not available when the NES came to the U.S. in October of 1985? Excitebike, Clue Land, or Mega Man? Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man is 87. I'm going to say Mega Man. Mega Man. Yeah. So... Two of your answers are Excitebike and Cuckoo Land when it launched. Yep, right. Cuckoo Land is a game that I would have never guessed. I thought yeah, that came out. While later. Excitebike and Cuckoo Land were around, karate. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, kung, oh, fu. Karate. kung fu. Kung fu was so good. And ur- urban, what's it? Uh, urban Fighter. That was a game where you fought one guy in front of a building, and then you could fall in a manhole and you cover. Had, you had paintball too, which was the duck hunt. Paintball. Yeah. You mean well, Hogan's Alley? Yeah, Hogan's Alley was so Hogan's fun. Alley came out with it. Yeah. Paintball. <coughs> paintball yeah. came with the zap- paintball. Paintball came with the zapper and the power pad. Because you also oh, had you, track you, and field. You had, you had to like... You had to well, like, track and field, that's not, that's not the original release. The power right. pad came out much later. True or false? Blowing in your NES game was a good way to make them work properly. I don't care what the answer to this question is. <laughs> yes. I, know what the, I know what the answer to this question was. <sighs> they say no. But everyone knows the answer is a fucking yes. Yeah. Yes, they say false in their Or you had to buy their stupid... What does Claire think about the Nintendo Entertainment System? You had to blow on the cartridges to make them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I call my dick my cartridge. <laughs> Still got dusted. That was, uh, that's all I've got for white and nerdy. I, I, figured, I figured that was a good way to wrap up my, my white and nerdy. Legend of Zelda celebrating 30 years... Uh... Celebrating 30 years. I love that homosexual elf. What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Steve. He's awesome. Yes, sir. Did you bring your bike? Of course. Oh, bring this, your hat. It's the yeah. thing with the Florida. Did you bring your degrees in murderology and murderonomy? Yes, I did. Steve, what time is it? It's Apparently 9 it's... o'clock. God damn it. Apparently <laughs> Allison's going to hate us. <laughs> That chick that won that thing on the best supporting actress is gonna kill us. Oh, it's nine twelve. Holy shit! Nah, it's six like five one two. It's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's totally B one six. Yeah, exactly. Um, Steve, what time is it? Yeah, apparently it's time for the Florida story of the week. I like Florida. (laughs) That's terrible. You're old. I'm gonna die there. <laughs> so, Steve and Nick, Nick, as, you can as have many of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nick and Steve, can Nick, I, you can. You can I want to be your Barney Fife. You can totally be your Barney Fife. Be my Andy Griff, and you can be in the voice. It'll be perfect the entire time. I don't do a Barney Fife. No, not the Barney Fife. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hackett. I can do that. You can be Deputy Hackett. Let's solve some mysteries like that dog and the fucking chick with the glasses. Steve. (laughs) So let's say (laughs) that you go through a drive-thru in the great state of Florida. Throw an alligator through it. You're going through a drive-thru. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Wow, it involved an alligator. You're silent. Which means it involved an alligator. You just killed my Florida. (laughs) No, this fucktard goes through a drive-thru and oh, you saw a this? live alligator. This is a thing? I posted this. Oh, oh it was your post? Yes. Oh, that's dumb. Well, you can't leave that's the fucking fault. audience like, tell them the story yeah, at Jared, least. Yeah, story. don't jerk them no, off and then no, say... No, fuck you. You we're, tell we're, it. I'm going to shit on your story, Jared. I don't know how to deal with... Somebody interjecting? No. Sucks, with like, doesn't it? I think I've caused a rift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. this is perfect. Anyway, yeah. oh, this is great. I can't believe I found it this See, fast. The best part is you don't have to wait long. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You really don't. I found it that fast. So, Steve, let's say that you're, uh, you're a person that uh, likes to dick hole. <laughs> You had to be here, Claire. Let's say you're a person that goes to a... uh, You're in this great state of Florida. And you're you're a patron of of an establishment. Okay. Of... Food? Filth. Oh. It's one of them whack-a-mole places. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say you go there and you you pay your stripper Mm -hmm. for a special task. Thanks, Rhonda. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming it's a Rhonda. Let's say you, pay, you you try to pay her for a task and, and things go south. And <laughs> Wait, she's going point, down on you? What is going on? And obviously at this down. point, the law is involved. Steve, Steve what happened? Um, okay, so let's, what the steps is you're in, a, you're, in a, you're in a strip club-esque place. Yes, you're in a strip club. Let's just, we'll get the facts out there. You paid. You're a patron in a strip club and you paid for something. Oh, so you, we don't know what the something is. You paid for something. She refused. And so now the authorities are involved. That is correct. So the question is, what did he pay for, and why were the authorities called? Exactly. All right. But in Buddy Hackett language. All right. <laughs> now, let's see. He already saw a jubbly, so it wasn't that. <laughs> the jubblies were out. And the vagina, I'm assuming, because they have the hand rule in Florida, maybe he wanted to make his fingers disappear. That's what I'm saying. It's a common request amongst us old men. Because we just want to stink, is what I'm saying. It sounds legit. <laughs> you agree? I agree. She does not prefer that, so she called the authorities promptly. Ooh, buddy, I'm sorry, you are incorrect. <laughs> I'm not a very good cop. <laughs> he doesn't have any degrees, Steve, so, so what would your mail order degrees in murderology Come on, Andy, tell us. Come on, Zoidberg. <laughs> I'm guessing that, uh... I don't know, he wanted his money back when she wouldn't fuck him? That is exactly correct! <laughs> well, that's just ter- He should know. <laughs> if this is an honest business place <laughs> that has no inclination to offer such services at the time requested, Un- wait till you get out into the parking lot that is what I am saying. <laughs> this, you know, he's an animal is what this guy is. Unfortunately, Key West stripper refuses paid sex. Unsatisfied lawyer wants her arrested. Of course. 
Pat? Retired attorney. O'Brien, says, O'Brien, attorneys at law. <laughs> Retired attorney says, Living Dell staffer wouldn't refund money. So this is from uh, keysnet.com, as in the Florida Keys. A retired Massachusetts lawyer vowed to make a citizen's arrest Wednesday against a Key West stripper when she would not have sex with him or return money he paid her, according to police. She oh. took the money? She now took- who's the monster? <laughs> now who's the monster? <laughs> uh, Come on, lady. A patrolman warned Patrick O'Brien, I mean John L. C. R. D. 62, that if he went inside the Living Dell Strip Club on Fleming Street to confront the woman, he would be... The one arrested. Because he wanted to go inside. He did, and, and she wouldn't let him go inside. inside. Cialdi would, I would not you. reach for a comment. Listen, Pat. <laughs> Cialdi from Peabody, Massachusetts, told these officers that he paid Living Dell's employee, Mary Annie Be- whoa, Benitez. Whoa, you said Peabody. you got to pay more for that. I don't care <laughs> what he said. That's bullshit. That's what I'm saying. He oh. paid her $300 for services, and Benitez would not do what he wanted her to do. She also would not give him his money back, Ciardi told the police, the patrolman. Benitez told uh, Ciardi he paid her $100, and she gave him private dance. He then gave her $200 more and requested her to do more. She declined. Benitez said Ciardi became upset and requested a refund. She had to go to church very early the next day. So the guy went and tried to meet with the manager. Keep holy the Sabbath, lady. He wanted a, he wanted a hand jibber <laughs> or his money back. And she wouldn't do it. She tried to do that sunburn thing we talked about <laughs> The corkscrew. Yeah, the corkscrew. Steve is absolutely right. Then you're a good cop. <laughs> he does have degrees. I've seen this show Dragnet. You would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. I'm thinking more like police force. <laughs> more like police, police squad. Police squad. You're the motherfucker that does the little sound effects and everything. <laughs> did you ever see Soap when you were growing up? Soap? Soap. I did not the movie, see Soap. The, the TV show Soap. Mm-mm. Oh my god, that was so good. That was it was a it was a parody of a Siri, soap opera. Put on soap. Oh, Samsung, put on soap. I'm not putting anything on you. No. <laughs> Seriously, it's not working. That. No. <laughs> it just has a face that goes up and goes. He requested an angry dragon. Refused <laughs> service. <laughs> oh, that's about all I got. Steve. How about you, man? Um, we want to thank all of our uh, wonderful listeners for helping us get through a year of this content. Uh, all the guests that we've had on the show. Uh, we hope to have you back at some point throughout the season. Uh, to All the guests were good except for three. <laughs> you figure that shit out. And keep um, it amongst yourself. I know. You know I'm we saying. Jerem DB. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we want to. Uh, we want to thank our, our guest today, uh, Nick Prohl, Not only for guesting today, but you know, <laughs> kind of starting this network and getting us involved. Hey. I like stuff that's funny. That guy sucks. We gave you a toast once before about, you know, always being there for us. And um, as I've gone through my career in Sigma Delta now to the point where I'm an advisor, I can't think of anybody uh, more influential in my adult life than you. Thanks, guy. I don't have any beer in here because of this dribble, but I'll drink it. Um, I love your artwork, and I'm I'm just proud to be involved in your life. And, you know, thanks for being in mine. You're gonna make me cry, you fucking asshole, you. Hey, Adam's not here. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. I love you. No, Adam. I didn't say stop. Keep sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hand in the back of my head. I know what I'm I, doing. I didn't say stop. <laughs> oh, keep going. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, it's fine. Why don't you saying. take us out, buddy? Thanks for listening, everybody. And just keep in mind as you go throughout your week that haters are gonna hate and traitors are gonna trait. <laughs> and. Ainers are going to alligate. <laughs> wow, way to fuck that up. <laughs> Listen to all the shows on the Disease Network, including our flagship, You're Going to Get a Disease. For all your Lukey Nickiness. I don't have to say that. It's bullshit. I don't have to say Lukey Nickiness. Why don't you listen to the Um That Just Happened with Rodney and Adam. Uh, Vag Dialogue, starring our often guest, Claire Sampson. Uh, the Dice Drunks, with me and Jonah blowing each other. <laughs> <laughs> For an hour. Let me tell you, it's really hard to do a show like that. I like that. how you guys have your EP on, like, every sixth episode to actually... Put Considering we only on have it. really six episodes, <laughs> once a half. <laughs> it's okay, you know. Happy it's good. Year. I like it. It's good times. That's a hard show to do. <laughs> Stay tuned for our live episode and... Uh, <laughs> 
you know, get your tickets in advance because it's going to be something to see. Uh, it'll be uh, terrifying. If this gets posted in time, please come to Aurelio's on March 8th to support the St. Baldrick's team, the Silly Kilts, who will also be at Bourbon Street on March 12th, shaving our heads for solidarity with kids with cancer. Thanks again for listening to us. <coughs> haters are going to hate. I, 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 I haters are going to alligate. This has been Something Gay. Good night, folks. Go fuck yourself. Go get it, Dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, bud? Did you know that Superman would never ever actually beat the Hulk? Would never beat the Hulk? Of course. Now, what if Superman grabbed the Hulk as tight as he could, flew into space, and threw the Hulk into the sun? Would the Hulk live then? Because Superman can go into space, but the Hulk has to hold his breath. So the entire time Hulk is in space, he's going to be trying to hold his breath. Mm, mm, mm. And Superman, while he's seeing the Hulk struggle for oxygen, would give him the old super boot 93 million miles away and make a Hulk spark. <laughs> Hulk Dude, spark. Hulk's a force of nature, and for one, if you make Hulk even matter, he grows. The thing about a force of nature, it, it, it needs oxygen. So <laughs> he can't be a force of nature, he's in space. Well, if he gets hurt, he'll just regrow that part because I've seen it in one of the movies. Happens. Yeah, I'm by my Superman versus Hulk theory. <laughs> yes! I see Steve getting angry. The Hulk will beat him up. What are you talking about? Alright, the conversation I just had with your son. Uh-huh. In Amazing Spider Man number 328, drawn by Todd McFarlane, Spider Man gets Captain Universe powers, punches the Hulk into the goddamn atmosphere. <laughs> As he is in the atmosphere, the Hulk is thinking to himself, I'm going to die soon. I can't hold my breath out here forever. I'll just hold it as long as I can. And then, of course, he enters the atmosphere again because it didn't knock him completely out of the orbit, and he crashes back to Earth, which does not kill him. But proving the point, even the Hulk thought he was going to die in the middle of fucking space. Checkpoint. The Hulk also thought that he was going to die when he put a bullet in his mouth and pulled the, when he put a gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger, then he didn't die. So just because the Hulk thinks he's hey, going to die hey. doesn't mean he's going to die. Hey. He turned into the big green guy and spat it out, okay? This has nothing to do with space travel. I'm just proving my point. Oh, so what you're saying is oxygen deficiency is more lethal than a bullet to the brain? I think if he was going to pass out, he might turn back into Banner and, of course, die out in the middle of space. So, but if that without the brain activity to make him But angry. didn't you just say that he passed out and all of a sudden was back in the atmosphere? What's that? You just said that he all. He said he was passing out. He was holding his breath out in space. Right. But all right. He never passed out, did he? Because no, he said he could. He said he's gonna hold his breath as long as he can. So, blah, right. Blah, blah. Which is which could be for a Hulk. Infinite. Could be could be like a month. And the and the last one is dressing like a child. <laughs> Basically, yeah, schoolgirl outfit. We did comics in the middle of this. We did. <laughs>